Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. My parents brought me up with, the, with an attitude or positive attitude of you can do anything that you want to do in life. Um, you just got to go out there and do the hard work. And that's something that I, I live with one and... I'm pretty determined to, you know, having that, I guess, tag of being the only person to play the late contact sport with CF is, is, is an inspiring thing and I hope that people have seen that that way. But I don't want that to stop now that I've stopped playing rugby. Um, and I've never wanted to be defined by my CF, but if I can go out and do things that people with CF either struggle to do or can't, can't do, um, I want to be able to show them that they still can achieve and that inspire and keep moving forward. Mental strength is the biggest part of it too because the body will do whatever you tell it to do. It's just you've got to have that mental um, edge to be able to push yourself through those barriers Welcome to another episode of the Men's Health Strength Sessions, where we explore physical, emotional, and mental health. I'm Scott Henderson, the editor of Men's Health, and I'm joined again by my co-host, Lincoln Lewis. How you going, buddy? Mate, I'm good. How are you? Oh, mate, I'm, I'm excited. This guy's an absolute champion we've got coming up here, so I'm very excited to be having this chat. Yeah, well, I mean, our guest today, I guess, comes from a, from a rugby background, Different kind of football, but you're you're from a footy background yourself. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, hearing about his journey and everything like that. But mate, if, if I'm not mis- mistaken, did you go to school with this bloke? Uh, I did. Yes, I was a year above him. Um, I was not on the footy field with him. I was stuck in the swimming pool while he was playing on the footy field. <laughs> Our guest today is former Wallaby hooker Nathan Charles. So. Uh, for those that don't know Nathan, you know, he's played in Super Rugby. He's played for the Western Force and the Melbourne Rebels, um, obviously played for Australia in the Wallabies, and he's done stints over in England and France. Uh, but what's special about Nathan's story is he's the first player in history to play a contact sport with cystic fibrosis which is a pretty huge, huge kind of feat. He's smashed all kind of preconceptions to do with cystic fibrosis. Um, yeah, he's he's just one strong dude. Yeah, that's exactly right, mate. I mean, not just physically, but mentally. And and I can't wait to, to have this chat with him and, and, and he, again, hear his journey. But I mean, coming from a um a football background myself, I mean, not not me personally, because I was, I was uh, pretty useless on the football field, but <laughs> um, uh, hearing stories about the old man and uh, when he played rugby league, captaining Australia and, and Queensland State of Oregon, playing for the Broncos and whatnot, um, you know, that it's not just the physical toughness that that sort of makes your journey. It's 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 the mental, it's it's the support that you have around you, it's the mindset you have. And and um my sister, she plays women's rugby league and she was born profoundly deaf. So she has uh, always been one to say, no matter what comes your way, you just you 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 keep going. It does, like if you want something, nothing's gonna ever be in your way. And so I, I cannot wait to have this chat with him. I can't wait to hear him tell his story. He, he's such an inspirational bloke and I'm really looking forward to this. It is. And I mean, like you said, Link, like it, obviously his mental strength, it's, it's through the roof to kind of achieve what he's achieved and what he's 
continuing to achieve uh, with cystic fibrosis. But, but you know, to play at that elite level, you know, with a condition oh. like cystic fibrosis, to physically get that strong and, and play on the world stage, you know, in your family, you kind of, I mean, you're a unit yourself. You know the physical demands of, <laughs> of being an absolute beast. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I don't even know how to, how to respond to that, brother. Oh, well, maybe we'll just leave uh, it maybe, there and maybe, let maybe we should, do the talking. I was about to say, we'll, like, we'll get him in here at least. Awesome. Well, we're dialing Nathan in, so we'll get him on the phone and, um, and, and learn from him what real strength is. Let's get the man on. So on top of playing for the, the Western Force, the Melbourne Rebels, the Australia, playing in England and France, he now that he's retired, he's an ambassador for Cystic Fibrosis Australia and also Cystic Fibrosis Western Australia. So he's keeping active. He's raising awareness continually about Cystic Fibrosis, which is amazing. And he's kicking goals in all areas of life. You know, he's just uh, been recently married to, to WA netballer Verity Charles. Hey, Nathan, welcome to the Men's Health Strength Sessions. Nathan, correct me if I'm wrong and jump in, but um, the first uh, player to play with cystic fibrosis uh, in a contact sport, is that correct? That's correct, and I like the positivity of saying the first. Um, I'm currently the only as well, so I've let, let's hope I'm, uh, there are more to come. Yeah, you're leading the way. So um, so just kind of a quick, I guess, recap on your, your playing career. Uh, you played, obviously, for the Wallabies, internationally for Australia, uh, Super Rugby for the Western Force and the, the Melbourne Rebels, um, along with stints in England and France. Um, is, yeah. that, is that it? No. <laughs> that's an ex- um, extensive yeah, that's, resume. That, that, that's, that's pretty much it, yeah. That's, uh, I thought I was doing good playing for the thirds in, in my school. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, um, some unreal achievements and, and kind of to do that with cystic fibrosis, I guess, um, you know, now we've just recently covered your story um, in Men's Health, the magazine, but it's kind of good to kind of talk to you in real, per- in, real the, in first person and, and get that kind of first person take on it. You know, I guess just starting from, from the top, you know, you were diagnosed with cystic fibrosis what, at three it, months at of three age. Three months old. Yes, um, yeah, it, it is a genetic condition, so uh, it, firstly it's not contagious and yeah, it, it is through your genes. So I was diagnosed at three months of age. Um, there are tests they do through, um, sounds pretty gross, but um, you, you stool but also you sweat, um, sweat tests. So um, people with CF tend to um, secrete more, more, more sweat, um, so when you are sweating, um, you, you leave a lot more like white lines on your shirt or your jerseys at the end of the game and your face is quite like salty and stuff. So pretty interesting. Because, you know, it was picked up when you were three months old, I guess you've never known life without cystic fibrosis. So, you know, it, I guess for you, you kind of grew up and, and I guess footy was always just kind of what you wanted to do? A hundred percent. My parents brought me up with the with an attitude or positive attitude of you can do anything that you want to do in life. Um, you just got to go out there and do the hard work. And that's something that I, I lived upon. And you're right, I, I don't know any difference when people ask, how do, you, how do you do it? It's like, well, I don't know. I'll just get out there and have a crack. But I don't know any difference. So it's a hard comparison to say, well, I do this differently, I do that differently. I just live my life the way I've lived it since I was a, since I was a kid. So, um yeah, mate, it's just hard work and determination and positive thinking. That's what's got me through. Literally, everything you just said there, in my own mind, just embodies what they would call the Australian, the Australian spirit. Um, it's, it's, 
yeah, I, I can't think of any other way to describe that, mate. It's very inspiring hearing you say that. You've had a crack and, and you just, you do not give up and everything like that. Achieving all you've achieved, um, for our listeners, what, what are some of the, the obstacles that you've had to overcome? Um, well, obviously being different is the first one. Uh, you know, not realising at an early age why um, mum and dad did some of the things they did, um, you know, was just not get, get, not knowing, um, not being able to sleep or not wanting to sleep over at mate's places sometimes because I'd take a machine and nebulizers and all this sort of stuff and take all this medication, so I was a little bit embarrassed. Um, but I guess in terms of doing things differently um, came later in life and when I grasped the understanding of what CF is and how it affects me if I don't sort of look after myself and that came when I moved to boarding school and um, you know I rebelled a little bit, wanted to play afternoon touch with the boys on the oval and um, do all things apart from taking medications and doing those things then I started to become a little bit sick and you become a bit sick and you can't perform as well on the field and then ultimately you miss some games and that's what I didn't want to do. So then from that stage on, I thought, oh, well, actually this is pretty it's pretty serious stuff. So um, from then on in, it was about um, being diligent with my medications, understanding my circumstances and when something, you know, a, a cough or a chest infection was coming near, to uh, be proactive about it and uh, stay on top. But mate, what I do differently, I think, from a lot of people is, is hygiene um, and vitamins. I'm big on the holistic health side of things. I take a lot of vitamins and natural um, supplements to keep my immune system as strong as possible. But also hygiene, I try and, uh, you know, wash my hands and, uh, you know, before I eat and whatever, clean surfaces and just try and avoid the avoidables, I guess, or Nothing is controlling the controllable, so um, that's what I try and do. Going right back to the kind of like the beginning, like what does a day like with cystic fibrosis look like? Since you've retired from rugby, you you've kind of dedicated yourself and and your cause to raising awareness for for cystic fibrosis. I guess you know for those that aren't initiated, what does a kind of daily routine look like for you? Uh, so daily routine for me, um, basically. I wake up and um, first thing I do is take my, my morning medication um, and then I try and, well, I say try, most mornings lay in bed and do my, my nebulizer, um, my machine, so I've got oral antibiotics as well. Um, so those that's just to start off the day and then, um, you know, when I was playing, you go to training and you take medications lunchtime and afternoon and nighttime as well. Uh, along with those morning medications, I also take about, 15 to 20 vitamins, so you're taking up to 20 tablets in the morning um, straight up. And then uh, exercising, which is a huge part of my day and keeping myself as healthy as possible. Um, and then from then on, it's uh, exercise, mate. That's what um, that's what keeps me, keeps me going. And then now I've sort of retired, um, having to substitute training and being forced to train every day to then actually doing it myself and finding things that I'm in, I'm, I enjoy doing is, has been not so much a challenge, but um, setting myself goals and stuff is, uh, is important as well to keep myself accountable. And so now that you are retired, mate, what, what, would, you, what would your physical routine be? Uh, I, still, I still do the <clears throat> same sort of medication routine of the morning and throughout the day. 
but now I've actually um, I've taken up golf. I'm not very good, but I really enjoy playing naked. Sort of gets me out. Um, something fun to do, but I don't consider that my exercise. I've actually started running a bit more long distances and aiming to do a half and a full marathon later this year. And uh, they just hit the gym. Mate, that's so huge I, I, for I a, front, massive. a front row forward. <laughs> yeah, mate, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty determined to, um, you know, having that, I guess, tag of being the only person to play an elite contact sport with CF is, is, is an inspiring thing, and I hope that people have seen that that way. But I don't want that to stop now that I've just stopped playing rugby. Um, and I've never wanted to be defined by my CF, but if I can go out and do things that, people who see either struggle to do or can't, can't do, um, I want to be able to show them that they still can achieve and that to inspire and keep moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, I... It's so inspiring hearing you say even even what you're up to now that that you've retired and everything. And I um, you playing rugby is one of the most physically demanding things that you can do. Now, obviously, we know as as, as sports like rugby union, rugby league, and 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 whatnot are like it's so physically tough and demanding. But it sounds like all this that that pales in comparison to the mental strength that you've that you've had and had to keep in the whole time throughout your professional and now retired career. You know what, mate? The mental strength is the biggest part of it too because um, the body will do whatever you tell it to do. Um, it just You've got to have that mental um, edge to be able to push yourself through those barriers. And, you know, um, why, why in any word of the form would you go out and play a contact sport where you can break bones and tear ligaments and stuff like that? Why do you have fun and turn it you look at because you do get to bash people in a legal sense, so um, <laughs> it's good therapy. Yeah, but, but yeah, great therapy. But but also, it's your, it's your mind telling you you can do it. And you're better than this person in front of you, and that you basically can achieve. So um, the mental strength is is huge, and it's something that I focused on a lot later in my career, um, just to help overcome some serious injuries that I did have. Um, and also, you know, with the health condition, that positive mindset is something that's got me through so many um, negative situations, I guess, and, you know, always people counting me out because from the outset, CF doesn't look like a great, like it has a great outcome, but um, and you're always used to people telling you you can't do it, but I just love proving those people wrong and basically it'll be good you and, yeah, yeah, watch me go and do it. Nathan, on that um, proving people wrong and kind of kind of going above what's what's been expected, you know, obviously you've achieved a lot. Um, and, and please put me in my place if this is out of line to ask this, but you know, obviously with cystic fibrosis, there's quite a short life expectancy. How does that kind of change how you live your life? You know, when are you determined to kind of push past that that mid thirties kind of barrier? Um, yeah, mate. Look, it's. Uh this is probably one of the most common questions you get asked because well, you're right, it is, it's a number and it's not a life. I feel you know what, it is, it is what, as Ben Cousins uh, say, such is life and um, it, it is what it is. Um, so, and that's something you've been dealt with. Fortunately, um, that's something that's not going to play a role in my life, I know that, but others aren't so lucky. Um, and it's not something I've ever really thought about. To be fair, it's only when people ask you the question that you actually have to actually think about it but um, no I don't live my life any differently knowing that you know, there could be a could be an end date um, because I mean you 
could go out tomorrow and get uh, hit by a car or go for a swim or go for a surf and get chomped by a shark. So um, what, what's the point of uh, worrying about that stuff? Oh, that, that's my personal opinion. I know people have different mindsets with that, but, you know, I want to keep my language pretty straight here, but I just think bugger that. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to live my life and do what I do and enjoy every day. Mate, you are like... You are like the living embodiment of saying, you know, growing up and throughout the years, it, it, there's, there's always been that notion, especially with men, that um, it, in order to be tough, it, it means you have to be physically tough and all that kind of stuff. And that's the, the things you hear throughout the years and whatnot. But everything that you're saying, you know, you played in the toughest arena, but you're saying that, like, I, can't, I could not do any of that if I wasn't mentally tough. And that's where real toughness stems from. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, with today's day and age, you're 100% right when it's, you see these guys in the gym that are, you know, are jacked up and, you know, look great and stuff. But at the end of the day, push comes to shove. You could have a bloke that doesn't look like that would do so much better mentally in a, in a mind, in a, in a, in a team setting like I was in with rugby. You know, he's going to go that extra mile for you. And I think that's what it's all about. And, being able to open up and talk about that stuff these days is so important. And to be fair, mate, the re- one of the reasons I retired um, was because I just wasn't mentally there anymore. I didn't, I, I didn't want it enough. Um, and I just sort of had, had enough injuries and was sick of getting beaten up too much. So it's part of the mental drive of... <laughs> it flipped instead, instead of bashing other people, they were beating you up. <laughs> uh, yeah, mate, 100%. I, I had three reconstructions in my life. Uh, my, my career, and that was probably three too many for my liking. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, it, it, it is what it is. So, um, it was it was great fun while I did it, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll never I'll never want to change a thing. So, what's next? Kind of where are you on to? You know, where do you go from here? Um, so, yeah, love love playing in Europe um, to finish my career there. That was a real highlight, um, just experiencing traveling and meeting new people and stuff. But you know, my wife being a professional athlete herself and based in Perth and our lifestyles didn't exactly meet up when I was playing in Europe. So um, it was more of a lifestyle decision to come to an end, but I was also ready to take the next step. And that next step is started a business in health and safety consultancy in the workplace, um, the business called Veritas RSW. Might as well give it a plug while I'm talking about it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, mate, so I, I've just been, I'm completing my master's project management and along the way risk management is something that I really enjoyed and luckily enough to be able to form a partnership with someone who's been in the game for a long time and that's what I'm working hard now towards uh, building and getting off the ground. Just before I guess we kind of wrap up, I'm a Phenox boy, you were yeah. I think the year below me. Um, yeah. I have to ask, you know, when you were playing you know, rugby, you are a bit of a god at our school um, and you had the nickname Cheesy, I've always wanted to know where did that come from? Oh, I I can't tell you the real story, can I? Oh, is it that good? Is it that good? No. Nah, nah. Oh, jeez, I don't know when you say God. I don't know about that, mate. Um, but I, I definitely, I love my time at Knox and, uh, I, you know, my all my schoolmates are still my best mates to this day even though I live on the other side of the country. But, um, yeah, cheesy. That literally started <laughs> when I was uh, eight years old. Um Basically, my brother and I grew up in the, the Hills area of Sydney, um, went to a public uh, primary school uh, for early years, and mum used to say, oh, what do you want in your sandwiches? My brother was just obsessed with those cheese singles, those 
Oh, oh yeah, craft cheese singles. Yeah, in every kid's lunchbox, loved them. He'd literally just say, "I just want cheese singles on, on with it sucked in between two slices of bread." And I was like, oh, "I'll just have what he's having." And we literally had that sandwich, I reckon, for about two months straight. Cause that's all he ever wanted to eat. And uh, he he got the nickname Cheesy, and then I got the nickname Mini Cheesy. And then he <laughs> left primary school when I was uh, eight years old, and I took on the nickname Cheesy ever since. And it got so strong that wherever I went, um, that's all people knew me as. And uh, I was actually um, we had a substitute teacher one day at school at Knox. And uh, she ran out the, the class and she goes, Nathan, Nathan Charles, I put my hand up and she goes, is that your real name? Oh, I just knew you was cheesy. So, um, <laughs> Mate, I had the same experience when I saw you run on the footy field professionally for the first time. I was like, he looks like cheesy, but his name's not cheesy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, literally the only person that doesn't call me that. Uh, my mum, or she calls me it sometimes. It's and uh, she's trying to get my attention or not, and my wife and my dad, but everyone else called me cheesy and literally followed me over to Europe. Um, <laughs> oh, brilliant. We're taking it international. Yeah, a little cheesy. I've got to trademark it or something, Cheesy International. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Mate, um, um, mate thank you so much for, for chatting to us today. I know you've, um, like I said, your your issue, your feature in the mag was out um, last month, but um, it's kind of great to expand on that and touch base with you in real life. No, thanks for having me on, guys. I really enjoyed this and enjoyed the experience getting the magazine. I shame I couldn't fight off Liam Payne for the front cover, but, um, you know, I'll take what I can get. There'll be another opportunity, <laughs> man. There'll be another opportunity once you've done this marathon. Well, you know, I heard I'm in good company on this podcast with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Chris Hemsworth. So, um, well, you're, can... you're headlining. Mate, they're, they're, they're in good company. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say that, like, you got they got you at the top of the podium. Then there's daylight, and then you got then they got the other boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, well, well, if I can, if I can loosely say I'm friends with Mark Wahlberg, I did the same podcast as him. That'll uh, that's a life achievement. You, right you definitely can, <laughs> <laughs> mate. But thank you so much for for opening up and 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 chatting about everything you did. Like like uh, we were just chatting about before. I, you know, a lot of things about men's health that these guys are covering are about physical, mental, and emotional sides. And, and we're, we're hearing more and more that it, it's, it's, not, it's not the physical side of, of, uh, of fitness or toughness that makes a man tough. It's about what's inside his head and what's inside his heart and everything that he, that he, that he puts into it. And, seem, you know, mate, from everything that you've achieved, that, that you have never let, you know, the, the, the CF take, take like a part in your mind one bit. I want to thank you for speaking so openly about that because it really does embody what it means to be – a, a tough human being, but just uh, like in all sense of the word, an inspiration. So thank you very much for opening up. Oh, no, that's really humbling, mate, and I appreciate you guys for having me on. But just, uh, you know, a side note, like you said, um, guys knowing what's inside but feeling comfortable to talk about it, um, I think that's important. And being, uh, you know, mental health and men's health in particular, something I'm really passionate about and something that I want to would love to be an advocate for moving forward because I do think in today's day and age it's such an important aspect and what you guys are doing is is really good and being able to get people on to speak about this and hopefully that encourages other people to feel comfortable in their own skin as well is uh, is something huge. So you know, thanks again and uh, appreciate the time. Oh, when we have when amazing people like you chatting about it, mate, it, it really inspires the rest of us. So thanks very much again. Thanks, Thank Cheesy. Thank appreciate it. <laughs> no worries, mate. See, See you, mate. mate. Mate, what a beautiful chat. 
Yeah, if that doesn't <sighs> inspire you, I don't know what will. 100%. I mean, physically strong, mentally strong, emotionally strong. He he kind of ticks all the boxes. He really does. He 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 like everything that men's health is 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 about. The message that men's health is spreading. This guy embodies all of it. But like I was, I was saying before, he he embodies what I have in my mind is of the Australian spirit. Is just no matter what obstacles you have in your way, you overcome that. And and he is. Uh, what an inspiring dude. Yeah, it kind of makes you question, you know, we all have those down days where we lack motivation and, and we find every excuse under the sun to to not commit, not go to work, not to work yeah. out, you know, and, and when you talk to a guy like Nathan, like Cheesy, you know, it's he just puts it into such perspective that, you know, if he can do it, we can do it, anyone can do it, you know, the, you need to find reasons why, not rather than we, the, yeah. rather than excuses. Yeah, yeah, you know, we all are human. We're allowed to have our down days and whatnot, but after hearing that chat, you know, he, he just goes to show that what you're actually capable of if you put your mind to it, you set yourself a goal, you have something in, in your mind and you go, I'm going to achieve that, I'm not going to let anything stop me. And, and you know, you just have to listen to that chat to go, he he embodies that. Yeah, he does. And he just, you know, he's grabbing life by the balls and really running with it. You know, he's not letting this diagnosis, like he said in the chat, it's all he's ever known. Yep. So he's just living his life, you know, making the bet most of every day, running his own business, starting families. Like it's it's a phenomenal story. And, you know, I'm so glad and appreciative that he opened up to us and kind of and shared that with us. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And I think that's one of the things that um I, I was thinking about before is, is a, a beautiful thing about these Strength Session podcasts is that... We, we we don't just sort of ask the the questions which are uh, almost sugar coated, so to speak. You may see these interviews where whether they're on TV or post game, where questions will be asked, but they'll more so be about a game or very very sort of up the top. But the questions, especially that get asked through this, are are, are ones that they 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 can be quite very deep and raw, but they're the 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 answers coming from um from Nathan are very inspiring and 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 uh, like it just it just makes you see that. With the right mindset, you know anything is possible, and I feel honoured to be listening to these things. And um, and I, I really hope that for for everyone listening, that you're getting the same feeling I do. It's and and I I really feel honoured just even being here to be able to listen to that kind of stuff. So, mate, I couldn't agree more. And speaking of being honoured, I'm honoured here to host another episode of Strength Sessions with yourself. <laughs> Pleasure, your all mine, brother. Join us next time for another Strength Session. Um, before you head off. Don't forget to swipe up, unlock your phone, rate, review, subscribe, link in bio, swipe up, all the things. Make sure you hit them and join us next time on Men's Health Strength Sessions. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.